Welcome to another episode of the Focus Seacast. I'm your host, Corey, aka Focus, and on this episode, Masher gives a background of his new black and blissful feminized variety, as well as an overview of his new line of crosses using the black and blissful as a pollen donor. But before we get into the episode, to celebrate my updated website where I'm able to offer cannabis seeds along with my vegetable seeds, Masher is offering 10 count seed packs at the price of $50 each, which is normally the price of a 5 count seed pack. So you get twice the seeds for almost half the price. This offer is limited to the first 10 customers, so get them now before they're out. The packs are on sale over at focusseeds.com. Focus is spelled P-H-O-C-A-S. Without any further delay, let's get into the episode. How's it going, Masher? Good. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well, as always. Uh, I thought we could sit down today and talk about the new line that you have, the Black and Blissful. Absolutely, man. This is uh, probably some of my most unique work that I've done. It's a culmination of years of of hard work, dedication, risk-taking, making friends, losing friends. It all kind of culminated into what we have here with just the Black and Blissful line. So to give you a little bit of a background, uh, I need to start with Black Camp. Black Cam being the mother of Black and Blissful. Now, Black Cam is a bit of a unique one, right? So it doesn't, it's not something that I don't know anyone who has it. I'm the one who made it. I made it back in 2017. Uh, and I only made a few packs. It was actually my first feminized seed cross I ever made. And uh I I remember distributing a pack to focus seeds. Um, I kept a few seeds myself. Uh, I think I might have given a few seeds to a buddy of mine, but they never came to fruition. Uh, long story short, uh, there really isn't any other black chem genetics out there from the cross. Now the cross is. Uh, Blackberry Diesel OGS1, uh, aka Black Dog, that's bred by Biovortex and released by Humboldt Seeds. Uh, so Black Dog X S1 uh, times reversed Chem 91 JB times Snow Lotus. And what that is, Chem 91 JB times Snow Lotus is a Bodhi variety. And it is uh, his 2016 freebie. Uh, it's something that I haven't personally seen anyone else work. I've seen people work the Skunk 91, uh, the Skunk VA 91 times Snow Lotus. Um, and I always knew that there was a bit of a mix-up, especially during the time uh, that Bodie had gotten the JB cut at Cam. Um, long so, you know, hindsight being 2020, you know, it, it, it was not a legitimate cam, uh, but it was still, you know, Joe brand. And uh, it definitely had its place in uh, Bodhi's genetic library, as well as, you know, any self-respecting uh, chem lover such as myself. 
And so what I had done was I had found a really nice female uh, Chem 91 JB times Snow Lotus. And I had just learned how to make and reverse plants using STS. STS is, is silver thiosulfate. Uh, and I had learned uh, from a friend of mine who had kind of showed me the ropes, you know, told me that this is actually a commercially viable uh, venue if I so desire. Uh, I took the avenue of making a lot of it, not necessarily selling it, but using it as a bartering tool, uh, using it as a tool to interact and meet different breeders. But back to the uh, black hemp. Uh, so I had reversed that female uh, of Chem 91 JB times Snow Lotus. And I had hit that with my, I think it was the fourth or the fifth time I was growing out this particular black dog S1. Uh, I really liked it. Excellent yields. Uh, excellent resistance towards all pathogens and pests. Uh, really nice uh, 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 potency to it. Decent terp profile. Uh and not so great on the resin side of things, uh, but it made up for it in bud structure and uh, just being a really prolific high-yielding plant. So I figured I would uh, try my first feminized cross using uh, the reverse Chem 91 JB Sound Snow Lotus, and I hit that feminized pollen to... The black dog S1, uh, and I got about eh, between 30 and 50 seeds. Now, not all of them were viable, uh, but I'd say a good 20, 25 were. Uh, those 20, 25 uh, were kind of lost in the sauce over the years. Uh, I don't know of anyone else even growing them outside of Focus and myself. Uh, but long story short, uh, focus had actually found a really, really nice selection and I hadn't even named it yet. It, it was a line. It was an unnamed line. I don't usually name lines until, uh, something really sticks out to me or I need to do it for clarification purposes or so people don't get confused, but I really try to avoid the name game just because <clears throat> you get some really fucking stupid names coming out that make it hard <laughs> to map genetics and, and kind of figure out what something is just based on the name. So I really try to avoid names. Uh, black chem, black coming from black dog, uh, chem obviously coming from Chem 91 JB times Snow Lotus, uh, but that's actually not the name of the seed line, that's the name of the clone. Now, the reason that it is is because there is no seed line anymore, it ceases to exist. Uh, the parents are gone, it is no longer something that can be made or found. 
all that remains from that particular feminized cross is the black clam clone. Now, that was made in 2017. I shared it with Focus in 2018. He made his selection around that time and has been the steward, the guardian of Black Chem ever since. Now, anyone who's ever held a clone for extended amounts of time knows how difficult it is to hold on to the same cut for years and years and years. It is a job in and of itself. Uh, In my opinion, it's substantially more difficult than flowering out a plant. Uh, It's one of the most difficult uh, uh, factors when it comes to trying to uh, hold a really diverse genetic library. So I really you know, take my hat off to anyone who can hold the clone for that long, but especially uh, to focus for holding that particular cut for such a long time because that cut held more value, not just because it was a fantastic cut of cannabis, but because that cut was the vehicle that brought together a friendship uh, and a partnership on a lot of different future projects uh, that is is worth more than any cannabis clone, any cannabis genetics, any seeds, anything that money can buy. uh, uh, This is worth more. And it would not have happened without Black Chem, and that is why I put so much emphasis and so much value on that particular cut. Not just because it's badass as hell. It's it's a fantastic cut. It's got really, really nice yields, a really unique bud structure. Uh, it, it, it's, it's very resistant pests, pathogens from the black dog mother. It's pretty much got all the good attributes of black dog uh, and all of the good attributes of Chem 91 JB time of Snow Lotus. It really kind of blends the best of both worlds into one and makes it so that you have a really good plant, both indoors, greenhouse, and outdoors uh, that yields well, grows well, is easy to grow, easy to clone. Uh, and it's just a joy to, you know, having the garden and having the genetic library. Uh, it also, it, I really, really uh, am attracted to the turf profile. It's got a, a, like a cushy, it's not so cushy like it's like, um, you know, like a basketball shoes and asphalt, not that kind of cushy. I'm talking like more so kind of like a little sour, a little diesel, uh, but really just nice, fresh, crisp cush. And it's something that it's not necessarily the most unique turf profile, but it's very inviting. 
and it's very flavorful. It doesn't just smell good. It tastes good. It tastes the way that it smells. Uh, it, 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 it tests at over 20% cannabinoids when it's grown right. Uh, it, it, it's, it's just a good plant to have. Now, that's the mother of Black and Blissful. Uh, I really wanted to incorporate Black Chem into a project uh, because, one, it was my first feminized cross. Now, it wasn't a whole project. It was just a one-off feminized cross that I did just to kind of, you know, test the waters of making and using STS and, you know, trying my hand at making reverse making a plant reverse. Uh, so what I wanted to do was kind of bring things full circle and bring black chem back to the forefront of manifest destiny seed company and kind of make it, you know, it, back into the flagship type, uh, but not pure, not pure because that cut in and of itself is guarded and 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 possessed uh by focus it, it, it's it's his cut it's 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 kind of we share it uh but he's the one that selected it he's the one that's preserved it he's the one that shared it and he's the one that just maintains it and uh i can't steal the man's thunder uh it, it's done it's done me a whole lot of favors by having somebody backing that up and having that available for me when I'm ready to work it. Uh, as you guys probably all know, my life is constantly, you know, going up and down as far as uh, just bullshit. And uh, it, it's really nice having uh, a stable uh, genetic library that I can, revert back to uh, when the time comes or if I need something in particular. Uh, so that's, again, that's why I really wanted to use Black Chem. Black Chem uh, needs to get on the map on, you know, not just between me and Focus and our clients, but everyone. Everyone needs to experience at least once the, the magic that comes with a black chem cross. And so I thought that a really good pair for that would be blissful wizard 32, a reversal of that. Uh, it didn't really work out as planned at first. Uh, blissful wizard was not very good at re reversing. I had tried it for about 18 months straight, uh, over three three whole cycles of reversals and now every single time i could get blissful wizard to reverse it would always reverse everything always reverses uh but it never seemed to drop pollen uh i could never collect a single speck of it uh thankfully i was able to put it next to a flowering black chem uh, just to try to get something and I was able to get from the two being next to each other uh, I was able to get uh, around 15 to 20 
five, six packs, five or six packs of feminized crosses uh, with those two genetics. Uh, it wasn't black and blissful at the time. It was just black cam times reverse blissful wizard 32. Uh, it, 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 it wasn't enough to be commercially viable to bring to market. If you only have, you know, a couple of packs of seeds, it's not worth the marketing. It's not worth reaching out to vendors for. It's really just kind of for in-house, uh, in-house projects, uh, kind of like a tool to get to the next level, a stepping stone, if you will, as well as something to give and share with the homies. Uh, I grew out the progeny from that cross and it, it, it was just mind blowing. And it's really unfortunate because I wasn't able to get a single other variety pollinated with the reverse blissful wizard 32, not a single seed was made with any other variety except for black chem. And even then it was, a, it was very low. The amount of seeds I was able to get out of that particular feminized cross, but it gave me enough. It gave me enough feminized seed stock to do a proper pheno hunt to find uh, what I'm looking for. And so if I can't reverse uh, Blissful Wizard 32 and get a good yield of feminized pollen, what do you do? You cross it with something that you know does well when reversed, like Black Chem. And you put them together, and then you reverse the cross. And that's exactly what I did. So I grew out a, a few of my black chem times blissful wars of 32. I found a lot of really unique phenos. Almost all of them had the resin of blissful wizard 32, uh, which was actually one of the first uh, hash height. High time solventless hash cup winners in 2015. Uh, so it's got really, really nice high quality resin. Uh, it's very, it's it's got good resin density. It's a good hash plant. Uh, it passed that along in its progeny with black chem, and about 25 percent of the phenos uh, had black chem bud structure, black chem stretch, black chem kind of, you know, open type bud structure, which is actually what I was more or less looking for as a hash guy. Because when you have these really tight, compact buds, it makes it really difficult to wash and extract all the trichome heads off the stalks without beating the hell out of it and getting a bunch of plant matter and stalks in your finished product, in your finished hash. Uh, so having a nice open bud structure, uh, like what the Black Chem is bringing to the table, mixed with the high-quality, high-density resin uh, that Blissful Wizard 32 brought to the table, as well as potency, uh, really, really came out better than I expected. Uh, 
it, 25% of the phenos were hash plants. 25% of the phenos that kind of leaned more towards BWIS 32. Those were, I mean, like just rock hard nuggets. Uh, that's real. It was just perfect bag appeal. And then about 50% was a mix of the two. And those are the ones that uh, I would more so want to uh, select for future work, which is exactly what I did. So instead of picking, so I wanted to make a black and blissful feminized project, right? So instead of picking a phenotype that is dominant, either black cam or dominant BWIS 32, I didn't want to kind of skew my results. So I wanted to pick something, uh, pick a phenotype that was a good representation of both. And so I had found a really good uh, phenotype that that it, it, it leans a little more BWIS than it does black cam, just in the way that the bud structure is but as far as the plant structure how it grows uh how it kind of reacts to its environment is definitely uh more in line with what black cam uh prefers so it's a really good variety and actually i grew it out once just to see how it is smoke on it uh you know give some samples to some homies, let them smoke on it, see how they like it. Uh, gave a few uh, of the lowers to, you know, people who are a little bit more naive or people that might be buying packs from out West that are used to, you know, Cali depths or you know, whatever bullshit that, you know, is in those cookies bags. Uh, I, you know, and, and the consensus between all of them, was this is something special here so after that i had come to the conclusion that this is what i'm going to dedicate uh 2023 to because again i i usually only do one major project a year it's actually been two years since my last major project which was la pure kush uh, I did LA Pure Kush feminized lineup in 2021, early 2022. Uh, so it, it takes time, man. It takes time to develop. I build all of my genetics. I don't use someone else's work. I don't just reverse some elite clone and call it my own and start, you know, making F1s and just, you know, just collecting people's money pretty much uh what i like to do is i like to build really unique genetics that uh people aren't necessarily used to seeing in crosses or really aren't expecting the end result that they end up getting when they grow out the seeds that they get from me uh, and what I mean by that is I've seen, uh, especially for my testers, but ever since my July drop, I've been getting some really excellent feedback and photos 
from new gardeners, experienced gardeners, commercial grows, uh, you know, home growers, you know, every everyone on the spectrum. And they're all pretty much saying the same thing. Uh, this is the good stuff. This is, this is what I want. This is, this is the unique angle that will set, that will set this particular crop apart from the gelatos, the ice cream cakes, the chem dogs, you know, all the, you know, the sour diesels, yeah, it might have a little chem in it there. Yeah, it might, you know, have a little bit here and there of different genetics. But at the end of the day, I have not seen a Chem 91 JB times Snow Lotus cross ever. Uh, you rarely ever see a Chem 91 JB cross. Uh, that is, is definitely one of the rarest of rare as far as people using it in a cross. It's a rare cut in and of itself. Uh, but to be used in a cross, that's even, uh, you know, even more uh, special just because it's not something that you hear or see every day and it evokes interest. You want to learn more about why is it called JB Cut? Who is Joe Brand? And it kind of allows you, it piques your interest into wanting to learn more about the lineage of chem, uh, of chem dog, and it kind of gives people a little bit more appreciation or new insight into uh, the chem lineage and chem dog, and kind of the history of cannabis. You know, in that particular perspective, so it's really cool the way that everything kind of came together for this. Uh, uh, it, it's a shame that I wasn't able to get any other Blissful Wizard 32 feminized crosses, but at the end of the day, that wasn't what I decided to focus my time on. I decided to focus my time on the Black and Blissful, and thank, thankfully, uh, and ironically enough, it was one of the highest producing feminized pollen uh, donors that I've ever reverse uh it's funny because i got next to no pollen from bwiz 32 by itself but when i reversed black and blissful boy it rained pollen for months i collected you know the better part of a half ounce of pollen of feminized pollen off that plant uh which gave me the opportunity to instead of just making one or two feminized outcrosses, make a whole lineup. I made seven of them. And the reason I do that is one, because I can. Two, because it not everything gets past the chopping block, right? So after the seeds are made, once they're cured, uh, I'll do a germ test on them, make sure they germinate properly. Uh, then they go off to the testers. And a lot of the time, I take testers at their word because I, I'm very selective on who I ask to test my genetics. 
And if I have a tester come back to me and say, hey, look, you know, I had seen a herm on this plant. It was probably my fault, but still, uh, it doesn't matter whose fault it is. If you see a herm, that means it's got it in its genetic profile, and I prefer to not release it, uh, not at least not commercially or for for money. I might throw a few in as a freebie with uh, an, an asterisk next to it saying, you know, these might potentially harm their freebies. Uh, grow at your own will, but I haven't done that yet, and I I'm I'm saving those seeds for, uh, God forbid, I run out of everything else in my other freebies. So the freebies that I'm running now, uh, are so I made three or two different lemon layer cake times black and blissful crosses i i picked two different phenos uh and i made crosses with both one of them i really really liked a lot more that was number two uh and that's the one that's available for retail purchase now pheno number four same seed pack same genetic line just different pheno, still a great pheno, just more lemon tree dominant instead of ice cream cake dominant. Uh, so it's got a little bit more of a, a, a like a, a spear, like tall, got a real stretchy bud structure or a plant structure to it. Those are the freebies as well as magnolia pie. Um, I, I did the same thing with Magnolia Pie. I, I picked two different phenos of Magnolia Pie, and one of them is for retail purposes. The other is for freebie purposes. Now, I do uh, mark and specify which is which on the seed pack, so it's not like you're just uh, 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 hoping or taking a gamble. Like, it's all there on the seed pack it says which particular pheno it is uh and it, it everything's above board and even my freebies they're still tested everything that i release uh publicly that people spend hard-earned money on whether it's their freebies that they're getting or their you know the actual packs that they're buying they're all tested and they're not just tested by me. They're tested by, you know, a multitude of different growers, indoors, outdoors, greenhouse. And what that does is it gives me a really good idea on how it might react uh, to an experienced grower or a new grower, uh, you know, an outdoor grower. You know, it really kind of gives that shotgun spread to give me uh complete confidence that the seeds that I'm selling to whoever might be buying it uh, is worth the price tag that I'm putting out for it. Uh, I'm, I'm incredibly proud of this cross, uh, the, 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 this black and blissful cross. Uh, it's done very well thus far as far as making out crosses. Uh, the S1 is also really 
really special, and I'm going to talk about that one first. Uh, the S1 is it's the same. Um, uh, uh, it's it's the same Fino as the one that I reversed, and what it is is I just reversed that Fino, and then uh, I collected the pollen and I grew it out again, and I just pollinated that. That way, everything kind of stays. Uh, 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 in line and organized, and you're not using different phenos from the same line to make just for the S1. I, I find that to be not as consistent as just using one particular pheno, uh, for making that S1. And that pheno is actually a, uh, when you grow it out, it leans more black chem as far as how it grows uh but it also has the resin of bwiz 32 and that's what makes it a really good hash plant uh people you know i'm really looking forward to seeing uh what you know these professional hashers are going to be able to you know coax out of you know this line uh, this S1 line, but at the end of the day, uh, it's a good variety for hashers. It's a good variety for people that want to grow a high-yielding, uh, very resinous, terpy, high-potency flower plant. Uh, it does incredibly well uh in the indoors as well as greenhouses it does well outdoors as well uh but it it does prefer uh it actually prefers indoors and greenhouses it does really well in greenhouses i've seen uh two different experienced uh commercial gardeners grow it out and it uh one in a light depth one in a, a legitimate greenhouse and uh, both of them, I mean, look just absolutely mind-boggling. Uh, reason why I say to kind of be cautious when you're growing it indoors isn't quality. It has nothing to do with the quality. has nothing to do with the plant uh, and, and it being hard, you know, fussy. It just stretches, and it stretches like hell. Uh not in a bad way. Uh, it actually does pretty well as far as improving yields because it doesn't just stretch without uh, internodal spacing. It kind of stretches, and as it stretches, it kind of has more frequent internodal spacing. So it do does kind of impact positively impact the yields. But if you're growing in a tent or you're growing somewhere where you have low ceilings, uh it's something to be cognizant of uh, because you are, are going to have that plant is going to stretch uh, a damn near about double. Uh, I have found four, we'll call it three phenos, but we, we can call it four. If you really want to split hairs, uh, all of them are, are keepers in their own regard. Um, uh, I, I've got them posted on my page. I will be uh, posting them again. Uh, they're posted as stories, but I'm going to be posting them again as this podcast drops. 
So after you give this a listen or, or while you're giving this a listen, head over to my Instagram page uh, at Maryland underscore Masher or at Manifest Destiny Genetics and check out that post. Uh, it'll be one of the more, more recent posts that I'll have up and you'll be able to see uh, the different phenotypes uh, that is found in the black and blissful. Uh, and then you'll also see some really nice black and blissful S1 pictures that I've received from testers uh, as well as clients who have been growing it out. Uh, it, it's definitely not something that uh, you see every day. And it's not something that you're going to uh, regret getting or buy it. And then a month later, somebody else comes out with a completely similar variation with one little minor change. This is a cross. This is a line that is going to really express itself in a way that most uh, experienced gardeners and almost all newer gardeners uh, are not necessarily used to and it will, will remind experienced growers of times of, of old just because of the turf profile uh, the stretch and just the it's just really good uh, green bud. I mean, that is just the best way to put it. It's just really poke, sticky, uh, you know, almost perfect. I mean, I don't know any way else, any other way to describe it other than damn near perfect. Uh, I'm incredibly proud of it, and I'm incredibly proud of the outcrosses that I made with it. Uh, one thing I would like to say, uh, one of those varieties that I did uh, release, it's called Joe's Gift. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I'm not one to name a lot of my crosses. I named Black and Blissful because I was using it as a feminized pollen donor and I needed to name the project. Uh, Joe's Gift was an exception. And the reason why it's called Joe's Gift uh, is really important and it's really special to me. Um, so I had a buddy of mine, uh, we'll call him a mentor, and he and I first started kind of, you know, throwing seeds in the ground, you know, smoking bud, you know, kind of doing roadies and whatnot. 16, 17, 18 years old. We ended up going down to uh, moving down to South Carolina when we turned. I was still 17. He had just turned 18. We had just moved down there from Maryland. Uh, we were doing some growing down there. And uh, it was really an enriching kind of a way to cut my teeth into, you know, growing and taking uh, 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 pride in what you're doing and, and not just growing commercially to make a quick buck. Uh, you know, he was more so under trying to grow, not necessarily for sale, but for personal smoke. And 
he was he was incredibly smart guy. So he would apply everything that he would learn and all the books that he read and you know, all the classes that he took. Uh, he would apply that to the garden and it, it, it just it it, it it changed my outlook on home grow as well as medical cannabis. Uh, he actually, uh, like many of us, uh, had issues with addiction and uh, he was incredibly smart. He ended up working uh, as a grant. Uh, he wrote grants and approved grants for the FDA. So he had a pretty good job, pretty, uh, you know, high, high responsibility, very demanding, you know, role within the organization, worked for the federal government. Uh, but at that same notion, he suffered from the disease of addiction. And right before his birthday in 2020, I don't know if you guys know, but on Facebook, you can put like a uh, uh, like a post that says, instead of sending me birthday gifts this year, please donate to this charity. And, you know, it kind of shows the progress, kind of like a GoFundMe, how it shows the progress. But he had done that for a particular uh, program that he was very favorable of uh helps people with addiction uh unfortunately soon thereafter making that post he he did pass away and uh he wasn't able to uh actually raise even a single penny and it broke my heart for years and as i was kind of interacting with his parents after the fact uh his his old man is actually one of the key medical consultants for Maryland's cannabis program. So it, it he comes from a canna loving family. Uh, you know, he of course was canna loving and, you know, he was one of my absolute bestest friends. And so what I've done is I've named that particular line, Joe's gift, because he was really into uh, uh, Afghani, Iraqi, the Middle Eastern type uh, uh, broadleaf varieties, or what some people might refer to as indica varieties. He really liked the narcotics, you know, kind of sleepiness, the pain relieving uh, 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 properties of it. He was really like that was his jam. And that's what Joe's gift is. Joe's gift is my Kalicha cookies, which is forum cut times uh, TK Iraqi. Uh, and then I cross that to duck web IBL, which is actually uh, an F5 uh, 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 Afghani. And then from there, I cross all of that to the feminized pollen donor black and blissful. That made Joe's gift, and what I had done with Joe's gift is all profits from that particular line, uh, every penny that is made from that particular line, whether it's sold through my vendors, 
or whether it's a direct sale through me, uh, every penny that I get from that line goes to uh, multiple charities. The Drug Policy Alliance is the one that I've been contributing to lately. Uh, however, if there is any particular uh, organizations that do focus on addiction and trying to end this you know, stupid as shit drug war uh, we have going on here uh, and, and more so, you know, centered around harm reduction. And if anyone has any suggestions, uh, please do reach out to me. You can hit me up on Instagram uh, at Maryland underscore Masher uh, at Manifest Destiny Genetics. Uh, you know, you can reach out to me uh, multitude of different ways. Uh, I'm on Proton Mail. Check my Instagram for my email address. Uh, please reach out to me if you have any suggestions for charities that I could uh, kind of also add to my repertoire to put to best use uh, the funds that I receive from that one particular line. And that's why I make uh, five, six, seven feminized crosses per drop is, is because it allows me to be able to do that. Uh, it, it allows me to be able to kind of be flexible and, and you know, share with the people that made it possible for me to be able to make the project. Uh, the S1s that I sell, all the S1s, uh, half of that, that is 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 focused because he without him without him selecting black chem without him holding black chem preserving sharing promoting uh uh you know and all the work that he does uh it, it's only right to share the profits with him from the s1 line so i do want to take a second and uh, just go over the available feminized outcrosses that I was able to drop this past summer uh, using the Black and Blissful Feminized Pollen Donor. So, of course, you have the Black and Blissful S1. Uh, those come in both five and ten packs. Five packs usually have six or seven seeds. Ten packs usually have 11 or 12. Uh, as far as feminized outcrosses go, I have... One of my favorites being hair hash plant times sour boggle times hair uh, times black and blissful. Uh, really unique, excellent. Checks almost every box. People love it. Uh, Gushers times Zuki times black and blissful. That was from uh, a selection I made from a pack of umami seeds. Uh, and then I hit it, obviously, with uh, the Feminized Black and Blissful Pollen. Uh, moving on, Magnolia Pie S1 times Black and Blissful. Magnolia Pie, that was bred uh, by uh, King Jay Gardens out in Montana. He actually made the S1s using my STS. I sent him a bottle. He sent me back some seeds. And uh, I was I was tickled to death with the results that happened when I popped them. They were just resinous as hell. Beautiful turp profile. Excellent hash potential. Great plant. Uh, moving on from there, another King J Garden 
uh, variety that I used uh, was Galaxy Sunshine. Uh, that is kind of a mix of, uh, you know, a lot of modern polyhybrids, uh, also with Magnolia Pie crossed in there, uh, and then hit with Black and Blissful. Uh, and moving on from there, I, I mentioned Joe's Gift, uh, but one more time, what that is, is Kleecha Cookies, which is form cut times TK Iraqi times Duckweb IBL, which I'll, which is an Afghani uh, variety from 1950s Duckweb times Black and Blissful. Uh, that's the one where all the proceeds are donated to charities that benefit folks uh, who are affected or afflicted with the disease of addiction for research and development, as well as for helping people. And last but not least, uh, lemon layer cake times black and blissful lemon layer cake is lemon tree clone times reversed ice cream cake number four. And that is bred by my fellow Maryland native, White Forest Seeds. Definitely check him out. He's been a mentor of mine for pretty much my whole growth career. So definitely check him out on Instagram at White Forest Seeds. All right, awesome. Well, that's it for this episode. I'd like to thank Masher for coming on again. As always, you can find me on Instagram at Focus Seeds or check out my website, focusseeds.com. Focus is spelled P-H-O-C-A-S. Happy growing. Peace.